I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about the movies. What's happening, hoops? Right, uh, it happened like a week or so ago, but we're still reeling from the Academy Awards. We are? (laughs) From uh, everything shut all at once? Yeah, the... Fuck, I hated that movie. I mean, I just want people to remember that I hated this movie before it was cool to hate it. Now at one best picture, everyone's going to be out on it and be like, you know what? I actually don't think it's good. I disliked it from the get-go. It's a weird movie that didn't deserve all these plaudits. And I think it's fucked up that it got them. I think they do that every year. Oh, hello, Joe. Joe, come on. Every fucking show you do this. Get out. We're so back. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They always give best picture to something weird that you're like, this? But they did it again. Here we are. At least this one makes sense, given the current climate in this country. Like, Asian people have had a tough couple of years. At least they deserve the W. I'm okay with that part. It's not just like some white savior bullshit. Mm. To be honest, the only best picture in the last like decade that even makes sense for me is Moon uh, Moonlight. That was a good one. Yeah. By Baby Lakin. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I don't know. The Oscars are meaningless, as are most award shows, but I did watch the duration of it when it aired on TV. I think you did, too. I did. I dialed in with your YouTube TV, which was a nice treat for me. <laughs> are you in on that? I was, Dude, you saved me in the 11th hour because I was locked in with my brother's cable subscription on the ABC app, which I like. T- it took a while to get it going. Bad app. Horrible app. And as the show, be- I watched like a good portion of the f- initial red carpet, and then as the oscars began it dropped out and they intentionally blocked anyone from viewing the live broadcast of the actual ceremony on the app smart which is <laughs> disgustingly weird like oh yeah just give away half of your viewership what did they think i was going to go you know what now's the time i'm going to call my cable company and bring that cable back you should be dazzled and thankful that i'm even trying to watch this excuse for a program whatever the fuck right as it hobbles to the fucking finish line of a bad bad year of movies people are gonna go no it was a good year no it wasn't there's like any year like i like to find it it had some stuff it had a handful the awards like what got the awards was kind of fucked up. Brendan Fraser won for The Whale. I won $220 on uh, All Quiet on the Western, for all this, whatever it is, All Quiet on the Western Front for cinematography, I think, or mm. production design. I thought it was a long shot, and I bid on it, and I won. But I'd already lost 100 so I ended up 120 ahead. Just so, to let the fans know, this is on DraftKings. Yeah, DraftKings. You can legally bet now in the state of Massachusetts and other parts of the country. And you can actually, they have a whole section for the Oscars, which I thought was so fucking fun. Hmm. Made me want to watch the whole show because I was like, well, if I win Best Picture, which I set for Tar, and if Tar won Ooh. Best Picture, I would have won $700. That would have been sick. I love the idea that you can bet on the Oscars. I thought this was just sports stuff. 
the it like kind of is, but you, they have a few fun categories of stuff we like. Yeah, they call them like prop bets or something when you do it for something other than prop bets. I think that's still within sports. It's like you can bet on the coin toss and stuff during the Super Bowl. So I it's love the uh, a little. Hold one sec. Like I love the idea of somebody losing their life savings because they bet on. <laughs> women talking to win best screenplay or something fucked up like that the funny part is they did limit the bets i would have bet more on everything but i guess there's some sort of a they only want to have to have it pay out so much mm. i'm really not sure how it all works yeah i don't know i'm not a big gambler me either i, I don't have good luck with it so i no. try to avoid it but Go you doing that got me thinking like when you won that and you sent the thing i was like i want to become a gambling guy <laughs> i'm gonna download this i'm gonna start betting on the fucking people's choice awards <laughs> it's gonna be sick yeah i gotta be honest there was it had the the wheels turning a little bit mm. in the sense of like that addict fucking gerbil in my brain of like, yeah. well, this could be a thing we do all the time every day for the rest of our lives. Why not? Yeah, I didn't even Who's win. Who's stopping us? I had like residual gambling guy stuff just from you winning. I was like- it Feels good to win. I didn't download DraftKings, but I, I thought about it. Yeah. It's and free I still to download. Win. They have a lot of, it's been one of the most aggressive like ad campaigns I've ever seen where people- like you've probably seen the billboards. Betting is illegal in Massachusetts now. So they're like, they're offering you like, join this app and we'll give you a bunch of free bets if you bet 10 bucks or whatever. Is there more than just, like how many of them are there? There's like, at there's, least like- gotta be a bunch. Five. Right? I've been seeing countless ads for MGM and DraftKings, oh, Sportsbook. Right. Probably just because I talked about it a little bit. And now my phone's hearing all this, so it'll right. never end. And they're throwing all kinds of Boston icons into the ads. Like I've seen Kevin Garnett Kid. and Lenny Clark. And hey, why? Like, hey, you're going to bet on the game. <laughs> bet on me to be in a turkey. His stand-up stinks. Hmm. I mean... Is he, he a friend of the show? I'm going to say he is because we're from here. Yeah, he's in. Do you and... want to do the trailer corner though? Or are you in the middle of a, another thought? I just, just to Go wrap ahead. up the Oscar Go stuff, uh, Michelle Yeoh won for Everything Ever All at Once, and so did Kei Kwan. I believe it's pronounced Yeah. Oh, is it? M Michelle Yeah. That, I don't think that's accurate, mm, but maybe I not. might be wrong. The And Short Round won for Best Supporting <laughs> Actor. So him and Brendan Fraser got pity Oscars, and they'll never stop being annoying about it. Was Short Round molested as a young adult as well, or...? I mean, he might have been. Yeah. Do you think the set of Temple of Doom was compromised? Harrison Ford, like, come over here, short round. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to oil you up. How you doing? Just let's hide in this. Uh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to give up on like, that bit. Like, what is he going to, like, okay. <laughs> Ooh, double bit. Okay. And also, Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Actress for that same movie. I thought everyone everywhere involved in this movie was undeserved of their awards so many awards and uh that's it i'm done complaining about it everything everywhere <laughs> dick and a vagina at the same time at once yes because jamie lee curtis was born with both folks if you didn't know that and if she was going to win best actress for something it should have been for her work in halloween ends halloween the, <laughs> the deeply forgettable end to the parsons uh, said like him wishing that that one everything made me laugh Buddy. did you see also speaking of jamie lee curtis she did some interview where her oscar is she said her oscar was trans and that she was referring to it as a them mm. i thought that was uh that was a nice touch 
but that was really spe- special. Yeah, that. That's all I'm gonna say. That's yeah, that's good. Her daughter is uh, trans. Can you say daughter? Somebody who knows Monty, you're the wokest one listening. Let me know if I'm stepping on toes here. I'm trying to be better about that stuff. No, Am no, I? No. <laughs> Let's go to the trailer corner, though. I that's think so. I think idea. that'll be a good way to bail me out of getting in trouble again. <laughs> I feel I like s- I'm like the Anthony Cumia of the show. You're not. You're not Opie. Good. Thank you. So this is getting right into it. But this is, I guess, you just informed me that this exists. It's a new Power Rangers movie. Yes, this is the new uh, nostalgia legacy sequel, like a show for babies, but adult babies, like people our age. Like us? This is for people our age who are like, I guess we still like Power Rangers and we want to see the blue and black ranger all grown up and embarrassingly still in these like nylon outfits pretending to be Power Rangers. Oh look, they got Zordon back. Whatever this fucking sidecar's name is. This is so embarrassing. Yeah, like, this isn't even fun on, like, a sticky nostalgia level. Like, I'm embarrassed that these people came back and did this. But, I mean, it's a gig. They probably got paid pretty well. Netflix is just throwing around money. They don't know what to do. They're fucking flailing. Yeah, they have Dave Chappelle, Ozark reruns, and this. And that's their whole camp. They got Rita Repulsor back. No, but for people who don't aren't aware, Power Rangers is an old show that was on when we were kids that they cobbled together like all the fight scenes are footage from a Japanese like anime oh, show. Oh, I forgot about that part. And then they just like added in all this stuff with like teenagers. And uh, I didn't know that at the time. No good. At the time, I was like, this is the greatest show on TV. The Green Rangers turn into the White Ranger. But I don't know. I just think it's like a bummer that these things get made. This is just like a waste of time. This is for nobody. No one's going to enjoy this. I hate Kids are going to think this sucks. We are going to think this sucks. I think they think that our generation has kids now, and we're going to look at that and go, remember this from when we were 10? Let's bring all of our children to this, because then they'll be a part of our thing. Yeah, and usually it works. Unfortunately, I know, but I know it's just like, I don't like it either. It sucks. <laughs> it stinks. I feel like I'm hating everything right out the gate this week. And fans, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Did you see that Miles Teller revealed that he only has four teeth in real life, and when he's acting, he puts falsies in? Speaking of Miles Teller and teeth, <laughs> this is kind of shocking. I didn't hear about this somehow, but I'm glad you did. You hear about it? Miles. Miles, you see my cars, guys? I Where mean, teeth? Hollywood is, uh, it's all smoke and mirrors. Mm. Miles mm. Teller doesn't have teeth. Uh, it's fucked up. Yeah. The Rock is really short, actually. He's 5'2". I don't <laughs> know if you knew that. The Rock is, like, finally getting his moment in the sun, like, people shitting on him-wise. We've been talking about like what a piece of dog shit he is and how many turkeys he's in and how they should kick him out of Hollywood for maybe like 700 episodes in a row. Do you feel seen and heard? Because <laughs> yeah, online for people who are unaware, uh, Zachary Levi, is, who's the star of the new Shazam movie, is basically blaming The Rock for that movie tanking, saying they were supposed to have like a post-credit sequence that involved... The Rock's Black Adam character, but he vetoed it because of 
like he didn't want to be a bad guy. Is that what I'm reading? Like yeah. he was going to come off in a negative light and he refused. So they just sort of blocked. They just, it fucked up the whole storyline. That is probably part of it. Cause like that whole, the character Black Adam is like a Shazam villain that he was just like, let's make it a hero and have it be me basically in a mm. suit with no cape. And that's why it didn't work. And everyone thought it sucked. And it's just funny that he was like pulling all the strings behind the scenes being like, you know, this movie can't end with this, brother. It's like, first of all, why are the creators of this film letting The Rock tell them what they can or can't if, do? If the next thing that he does bombs, we may be out of the woods with him. Because he's had two big flops in a row. Young Rock didn't do well at all. Although they're still airing it, right? I think it's a hit. It's in its like third season. That's a shame. It is. I was under the impression that was a huge bomb. <laughs> it should have been. Well, he needs more bombs then. Yeah, as many as possible. Like people were shitting on him to the point where I almost felt bad. I was no, like, I you was like, didn't. We, we, we circled all the way back around. Is that Twitter? I'm so like, I almost never go on Twitter. And when I do, it's just if something particular is happening and I want to see if it's trending, like if it's there. Mm. And then usually I just look at your tweets and then sign off. Hell yeah. And I'm then I'll throw out my comments like I like so much and then I'm done. Folks, that's the way to use Twitter. Just open it up, look at all my stuff, and then just call it a day. Twitter is pretty much everything I hate about social media in one place. No, like not enough photos, not enough. I don't really videos, reels, none of like quick stuff to keep me entertained. It's mm. just comments and people trying to be clever and people fighting with each other. And most people aren't clever. And I don't. There's a few tweets that are good. I find. I think it's also part of it is me being. Maybe I'm jealous that it's really i think a very big challenge to be funny in 160 characters mm. it's something i'm not incapable of but it's very challenging for me mm. so whenever i see someone doing it well i'm like ah fuck I would, i'd love to be able to have that ability but it's not there and then i think i just i don't really like comment sections in general instagram and tiktok comments are just poison and they're usually just people arguing about nothing and i really don't like that yeah so I'd, uh, why even subject myself to it? That is basically all these apps. If you use them enough, you'll just get sick of it. It'll become a could you? Just a bunch of dickheads yelling at each other. Yeah. Speaking of dickheads, did you see that Amanda Bynes uh, from Nickelodeon fame was running around Hollywood nude? Oh, and word. now she has been placed on a psychiatric hold. Um, and I think, they, I think she got out and then they put her on another one. Amanda Bynes? Oh, yeah. Of the Amanda Bynes show fame? Correct. Fuck. And all that, I guess? Yeah. And She's the Man? That was a good one. Mm. I think that was what brought Channing Tatum onto the scene. Good for him. Yeah. But uh, that's fucked up. I forgot about... Uh, Wood? Yeah. Yeah. Still? Even with her like weird like yeah. addict eyebrows and face? and More than ever. I think she's very exciting mm. in this moment. I like what she's up to. <laughs> Miss Bynes. Um, that Ben Affleck article in The Hollywood Reporter. I read all of it for the first time in like probably my life. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. As I finished this article, I was like, I had the thought, I think this is the first article I've read the entirety of in maybe four years. Oh, yeah. I got through the whole thing, and I was very proud of myself. I was like, I did it. It's legit one of the best books I've ever read, this Hollywood Does that Reporter. count as a book? Jesus. Sorry, Jojo. I think it counts. It does to me. If you read all of it, it counts. No, but I was like on the edge of my seat. He had so many poll quotes. Everything he says is a headline. Best dude ever. Friend of the show. 
I cannot wait for Air, which currently is sitting at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes last time I checked. I mean, yeah, that looks like enough catnip. Mm. We're going to, that's a day of oh, yeah. review, the whole deal. Oh, yeah. Is that April 7th, I want to say? I'm in on it, whatever it I is. I don't think it's April 1st. Maybe it is. I don't know. But Is that the first day of, or maybe it's the 31st is next week. Whatever. He was shitting on, I love when someone's just honest. He's so more honest than yeah. other actors. Like he's shitting on movies he's in, talking about how Justice League was like the worst experience he's ever had in this business, which is full of shitty experiences. Direct quote. I, I think the fact that he's just willing to take shots like that just speaks volumes about just the amount of gravitas he has in the business and how independent he is now with uh, the, I can't remember the name of the production company. It's I'm blanking on it, but uh, they have a hundred million in funding. He and Matt for their independent film division. Uh, The the fucking name of it is escape right on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, it's probably called like he can can just do his own thing. Now he's off on his own. And they're from, and I just read another article where when they were young in the business, they shared a bank account because they were with the articles because they were broke. Mm. So like they've come full circle. They're the greatest dudes ever. I'm really, really looking forward to air. And I, I don't know. I just, I think that Ben Affleck went through a weird period where it was in vogue to shit on him. And we never turned on him and we never co-signed that bullshit. I always defended him. I always said he was great. Mm. And I'm really happy that he's had like a couple of solid roles in a row. He's back. He's very, very back. Yeah. The uh, and he said him, Bradley Cooper, Matt Damon, and Jason Bateman are in a Wordle group chat. That uh, killed me. Yeah, I forgot to write that down. I was floored by that. I need in on that. Mm. Think about the bits going on in there. And yeah, that their production company seems to be like going very well. They're filming that movie called Quincy, in uh, mm. in Quincy right now. We gotta be on that set. Do you see that Mark Wahlberg has a tequila and that he was promoting it the Total Wine at the South Bay Mall in Dorchester? I did. How you doing? It's me. Here I, hope, I am. I hope him and the Rocks tequila companies both go bankrupt and they fucking I'm like the fortieth guy to come out with a tequila. Here it is. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I mean, I did want to go to that. You're a big South Bay guy. Signing. Just to pop in and be like, hey, Mark. I was hoping that he would get shot in the head outside (laughs) of the liquor store in South Bay. Hey, how are you? I was famously arrested in that plaza when I was intoxicated many years ago. So for me, I don't like going there. Mm. But yeah, his... uh, Enough with his endeavors. That'll probably be a whole subplot on season three of Wall Street. (laughs) On HBO Max. Is that coming back? Hey, I'm signing a tequila company. Isn't this interesting? I'm sure it's coming back. Why wouldn't it? I feel like anything, pretty much everything he does gets greenlit. And I don't know who's behind that. Just giving him like, oh yeah, we'll give you a clothing line. Oh yeah, you want a second reality show? Oh, you want a burger rest? Go ahead. Who's funding all this shit? Yeah, he needs Did it all start lights. with, like, where did it, like, is it, is it entourage money? Hey. Is I it mean, Boogie Nights residuals? Like, I'd love to know. The entourage money never stops coming in. American Sniper. <laughs> Oof. Was that even him? <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking of Shooter. <laughs> yeah. hey. Shooter. Hey, we're going a, to Red Lobster. I get a lot of residuals from the USA spinoff series starring Ryan Philippe. This Ryan is- Philippe threw his wife down the stairs, and I blinded an Asian man and said the N-word. 
We're on the same page. <laughs> a couple of class acts. Uh, speaking of awful dog shit that shouldn't exist, uh, filming has begun on Grand Theft Lotto, a new film set in the future where if you kill the winner of the Grand Lottery before sundown, you can legally claim their prize money. This movie stars John Cena, Aquafina, and Simu Liu, and is poised to be the most annoying movie ever made. You guys can't see this, but I'm squinching up my eyebrows in confusion, I guess, because yeah. what? And look at this, like Paul Feig is directing this, who did Bridesmaids, which is very funny, and has done like three god-awful turkeys since. Uh, actually, he did Spy, which is kind of fun, Let's too. Let's have a look, yeah. But yeah, like... No it's, Melissa McCarthy attached? I mean, I'm sure she'll sneak in there somehow. You that got Aquafina yeah. with like a squirt gun. John Cena will just do anything. He'll show up and, you know, give you an adequate performance. He's a pro. Mm. But I don't, yeah, I like John Cena. I think he's great. So, okay. Paul Feig working with him could work too. Aquafina I guess. Was? You, Aquafina puts a big stink on anything though. She does. I can't believe she's still going by that moniker. It's fucked up. Mm. Um, did you see the trailer for the new Broken Lizard effort, Quasi? Which mm. is a no, thank you. A retelling of Quasimodo, I guess. Mm. This is the guys who made Super Troopers, for people who don't remember. I do like Super Troopers, and I like Jay Shandershaker. I think he's a nice man. I met him once, and he was very nice to me. That's class. Um, but they have a few... They have a few duds. I know you're a big Club Dread guy. I am. I think that's something of a masterpiece. Yeah. Maybe I need to watch it again. Like, I'm trying to be more fair about movies or whatever. Like, I should just give it another chance. Yeah. I like that take for you. But yeah, the they kind of fell off a bit. Super what? Troopers is like a classic. I've seen it a zillion times. What's Super their... Troopers 2 is one of the worst comedies. Oh, I forgot that existed. I've, I've never seen watched. it. It's very bad. I mm. can't uh, not recommend it enough. Doesn't look necessary. I think I just skipped it entirely. Beer Fest, I also didn't love. Mm. That was one of those, like, we were in, I think we were in college when that came out, and people were like, oh, Beer Fest, like, shut up. A fucking movie where people drink beer? This is fucking sick. It just feels like pandering. That movie actually has a lot of CGI beer in it. Ugh. which especially now when you watch it it was made in like 05 so it has bad cgi a lot of the times when they're drinking the beer is cgi and it's one of the most distracting things i've ever seen in a movie quite frankly yeah no thanks uh, i want to shout out the new bug main album it's full of cuts and uh he's back when's he coming on the show soon hopefully all right if you're listening bug open invite come on in <laughs> I think he's he's live streaming a concert tonight Give him a follow at uh, Bugman TV on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Friend mm. of the show. Speaking of musicians, did you see that uh, Wayne Swinney, the guitarist from the band Saliva of Click Click Boom fame, is dead? Oh yeah! I did not. I missed. It's a that shame. It's, it's a tough. It's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna even go on. And also frankly. in the music corner, rapper Takashi Six Nine had the shit kicked out of him in the sauna at a Florida gym. <laughs> Which, like, people who don't know, I actually watched, like, a four-part docuseries about him on Showtime. He's, like, a total scumbag and, like, was involved with gang members for a while and, like, just to be cool and, like, to promote his music. And then he got caught for a whole bunch of stuff and they were going to put him in jail for, like, 25 years. So he ratted on everybody. 
was very public about it, just said, this is what I'm doing, I'm gonna rat. And he got out after less than a year and then started making music again. And he's kind of been off the radar ever since, but now he's just basically famous for being a rat. And so people finally caught up to him and beat the shit out of him. I don't like rats, especially the one at the end of the padded, which might've been Takashi 69. Him crawling across that windowsill? Yeah. Oh, okay. That, uh, that's gritty. It was a gritty video. He gets his, like, the, there's, at one point, a guy is just kicking him in the face, mm. which is kind of awesome, to be honest. But you know me and grittiness, I'm a You'll little touched. <laughs> Speaking of grittiness, not to steal the show here, but Gwyneth Paltrow, I guess, skied into some old man like multiple years ago. Like, she was shushing down the mountain and <laughs> crashed into some guy, and he sued her. It went away for a while, and now it's back with like a lower settlement number. If it were me, I'd sue her for like a billion dollars. I'd just try to take everything. Take down her candle empire. Her like pussy-scented candles going to pay out. I did see some pictures from like the courtroom, and she like looks like she's dressed like she's going skiing like after the trial. Right, like the white turtleneck and the big glasses. Yeah, it's a very silly scene going on over there. People are saying she looks like Jeffrey Dahmer, which made me cackle a little... Hmm. I hope people cancel her for her fat suit work in Shallow Hell. Oh, I forgot about that. And, uh, or no, she'll probably... Jason Alexander as, like, the creep. She'll probably star in, like, a female version of The Whale that will win every Oscar at next year's Academy Awards for some fucked up reason. <laughs> the Whale 2. Yeah. The Whale 2. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky's The Whale 2. The Whale's daughter grew up, and she's super fat now. Just like the whale. They just slap a red wig on her and there she goes. Green light. I'm very in. But uh, Apple will spend $1 billion, $1 billion on producing films to be released in theaters. The company is attempting to partner with other studios to release a few titles in theaters this year, including that new Martin Scorsese movie, Killers of the Flower Moon, mm. and that Ridley Scott, uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie, Napoleon. I was under the impression that Killers of the Flower Moon was straight to Apple TV+. Plus. Well, that's the thing. They're reworking it. like They're realizing that there's money to be made in releasing movies in theaters again. And the movies are bad. Okay, I misunderstood. And streaming is like kind of dying. A lot of people are saying the streaming bubble has burst. Okay. Movie theaters have been a little more crowded than they used to be, I guess. Because this is like... They're spending a billion dollars. This is them being like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Like A cool bill. Like, literally no one is watching our original series, especially the one with fucking Harrison Ford and Jason Siegel. Oh, I gave up on that episode, too. It's like, so bad. Their shows just don't exist. They're like, okay, let's start putting movies in theaters again. Let's get cooking. And I think it's dope. I am a big morning show guy, but I really have trouble standing behind almost anything else that they've put out. Mm. And I... I don't know. I guess uh, no. The movies. I could live with that. <laughs> Where you go to? We are like the last guys who go to the movies regularly, like us and our pals. Yeah, like it seems like it's sort of. So I, it's it's nice to see it picking back up a little bit. Yes. It would be. I was panic stricken when like friend of the show Rion and I, we went to go see Tenet like the summer of COVID, and we were. It was like supposed to be the biggest movie in the next like decade, and there was us and one other guy in this giant theater, mm. and that just bummed me out. 
and there was no food and they wouldn't let us bring a drink in. It's just like, Jesus Christ, like with the fucking rules, you're already hamstrung as it is. People aren't coming here. Everyone's going to be at home. Just let us break the rules. What are you worried about? Are you worried your boss is going to see us with a beverage? So I don't know. The experience I've had in the last like six months going to the movies has felt a little bit more like it used to, which is good because the movies going away would be such a bummer. And everybody was so quick to say that the movie business was going to go under and they weren't going to make anything good anymore. And then pretty soon it was going to be all Netflix and AI generated content. And Mm. it's just like, I kind of didn't necessarily totally rule that out, but it's like, that's so fucking depressing that I don't want to even think about a world like that. Yeah. I feel like it's still happening. But yeah, like you're saying, this is like at least going to pause it for a bit and be like, yeah, but, 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 but. <laughs> like, let's just keep this cooking for a little longer. Yeah, maybe give us like another, I'd say 30 years. We'll call it 40 years. <laughs> hold the AI off, hold chat GPT off and let us have a little bit more content and then we'll bow out gracefully in our 80s. Yeah. Deal. Because that'll be when movies don't exist anymore and everyone just does like, you're in like a... You're in VR and like AI creates whatever you want to see. So like, why would you even watch movies? That's probably what will happen. I'm open to that as well. (laughs) When you just think it'll read your thoughts, be like, I want to watch uh, these people do this in the style of this. In that world, can I have respect for myself and will I not be haunted by older boy? I mean, you can, if you can imagine it, you can get there. I'm thinking about it then. That sounds great. The movies. The movies. I don't know. I uh, We're going to the movies later. We're going to see the new John Wick. Are you excited? We should probably take off shortly. Are you fired up? I'm thinking we're back. Mm. <laughs> My Keanu needs work. But yeah, this movie, I don't want to get, I don't want to like overblow, but people are like raving about this really? movie in a crazy way. I've read almost nothing, but that's good to hear. Yeah, it's, uh, you don't hear that about a lot of chapter fours. No. In franchises. I'm going to so laugh this- at that four on the screen. I'm back. I'm. I decided I want to shoot everyone on Earth in the head. I'm not satisfied with like my 800 kills in the first three movies. I need more. Is Lance Reddick in this one? He May is. he rest in peace. Yeah, friend. This of the is show. is this his last film? It's got to be so. right. I bet people always their last movies always like something weird. Well, like, Ray Liotta movies are still rolling out. It's like when are those going to stop? How his, many in the can do you have? He was in Cocaine Bear. Yeah. That was his last. That's his final one. But uh, that is his last. Okay. Yes. I was figuring there'd be at least one or two more that would sneak out, like some Bruce Willis, like two hander. Hey, how you doing, Ray? Hey, I got a couple. A You're couple. dead, and I should be dead. Coming down the pipe. How much? You made one mil. I made two. This seems like it'll be good. Uh, Kyle Mooney will make his directorial debut, making Y2K for A24. Oh. Those are both letter and number things. Mm. Uh, the film follows two high school nobodies who crash a 99 New Year's Eve party when disaster strikes. Rachel Zegler and Mason Gooding leading the cast. Tim Heidecker, Alicia Silverstone. Star-studded. Mason Gooding is Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son, and he's the guy in the this new Scream movies. Oh. I didn't know he was Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son until recently. I imagine he does. he'd rather we not know that, yeah. but... He's going to get canceled by association. You think? What did Cuba Gooding Jr. do again? He starred in radio, is what Ah. he did. And no one will ever forgive him. No, he did some... uh, He did some Me Too stuff? Yeah. Mm. I can't remember the exact details. 
Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. Uh, I wonder the famous guy. Uh, Tommy Wiseau is back with his first film since The Room. And it's called Big Shark. I didn't, well, didn't watch the they, trailer. They did one other, right? I own it. It's very bad. I shut it. Well, yeah, they starred in something. I guess he didn't. This is he his didn't, big uh, His big directorial sophomore yeah. effort. And I only watched half the trailer because, you know, it looks like very cheesy and sticky. And the whole bit with him, it's like. Yeah. I feel I like we talked about this recently, but like you made the disaster artist. That's the end of it. Like we're done right. making a joke out of the fact that you were in this shitty movie. And let's take a second to say I walked out of the disaster artist because it was like it was whatever. <laughs> like I didn't I got nothing out of it. I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like I didn't even hate it. I was just like, I've had enough. I liked it, but I get that. But they don't need you know, like they have showings of the room, like midnight showings at all the hip theaters. And like, it's, it's like, I own, you know, I own a copy of it. I've watched it for probably four times. Like I get it. But you know, once you see it and you realize how bad it is, mm. put a pin in it. That's the end. Yeah. No more room stuff. Also in the, this trailer, it says from visionary director, Tommy Wiseau. He stole my from visionary director. <laughs> That's not even a real thing that we, that people say. That's just funny. <clears throat> Yeah, it's like, how dare he? He's probably a turkey head. <coughs> At the very least. That's kind of cool. Mm. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves comes out next week. Will we be seeing that in the theater, Ryan? My client went to an advanced screening that Amazon sent out links for or whatever, and he said it was great. And I trust his judgment. Um, And I've... So yeah, I guess so. It is from the people who made Game Night, which right. is a very surprisingly enjoyable movie. If you I, haven't seen it, I love Chris Pine. Yeah, I feel like I'll see it. I think he deserves a successful franchise. So if they make three of these, good on him. Mm. But I don't. This movie has high probability of me disliking it. But I'll see whatever because you know who gives a shit. Yeah. Dungeons. And I won't Dragons. make Lucy go to it, but maybe you and I can eke in. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, dude, do you want to go see Dungeons and Dragons with me? The last movie I made her go to, well, actually, she saw Creed 3, and we both hated it. And then we saw, before that, we saw Magic Mike 2, or Magic Mike 3. Oh. So it's like, I'm taking her to all threes. And, I mean, here's a two that you can take her to. Good Burger 2, officially in the works, with Kenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell, both reprising. Wow, did Kel need that work? Yeah. <laughs> Kenan, like, I'm so happy, man. Kenan's like, Jesus Christ, I'll fucking sign the contract. Stop calling me. I have kids, and I'm on SNL. Yeah, <laughs> Kenan's probably week. making a half a million dollars a year to do SNL for the last, like, two decades. He's he's all good. He did not need this movie to come out. He also has that show, Kenan, that's surprisingly enjoyable. Uh, King of the Turkey has Monty, I know, agrees. Monty, you sick maniac. But uh, good. Bur are you a good burger guy? I was in the time, yeah. I enjoyed the Keenan and Cal show and all all that, or wherever else they you could find those guys. I, I got a kick out of them as a duo. You think it's so, gonna yeah, be sure. fun with them as adults now, like talking about orange soda, working at Good Burger? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Could be. I hope this becomes like the new Clerks franchise. <laughs> they make one every uh, also handful of before years. we take a little break here. I want to mention the fact that one of the movies that we're going to review is A Man Called Otto. And I bet Scott that he would cry during it. And I said, I got to do like a taster's choice segment of whatever I chose on the show if he cried. And he said he wouldn't cry and that 
and I, the, my side is I have to watch whatever you choose. Yes. So perhaps you can come up with something terrible mm. for either the end of this show or maybe next week and we'll, and you can hit me with it and then I'll suffer through whatever it is. Hell yeah. I will mull it over as we watch John Wick chapter four and I'll have it in the second awesome. part of the program. We should uh, take a, a quick break to mm. make it to the movie on time, but... Um, I'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention the fact that somebody pooped in an aisle near <laughs> Hillary and Chelsea Clinton <laughs> in the middle of a Broadway show. <laughs> I'm not sure which A big, Broadway nice show. dump. Yeah. Good for them. Hey. How you doing? It's me. I, I don't know where the bathroom is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> two mil. I'm shitting out two mil. Oh, it was Bruce Willis who had that lago. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Willis is, you know, he has dementia. He got lost. No. He thought the bathroom was the aisle. I mean, it happens. thought the aisle was the bathroom. <laughs> is it Maybe really? I have dementia. Ooh. I do have issues with my bowel movements. <laughs> so perhaps that's the first sign. Brace for a reveal, folks. We'll be right back with more uh, bowel movement and dementia talk uh, <laughs> after a quick hiatus. Yeah, baby. Uh, what's happening, Hoops? I considered chanting as we came back into it, but I'm too tired. <laughs> it's a late one for the boys. We just got out of John Wick Part 4. Yes, John Wick Chapter 4. Oops. I like that. I like when movies have like chapters or volumes. It's way classier than just having... Were they all chapters? That's a good point. They were, weren't they? They were. This is from the soundtrack. This is Zoo featuring Nero with Dreams coming at ya. This movie had a lot of great needle drops. Like four over, of them. You leaned over like six times were like, this is like my number one cut. <laughs> this is legit one of my favorite songs. Mm. I mean, do we need a summary for John Wick Chapter 4? John Wick continues yeah. his quest to shoot everyone on Earth in the face. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I love no. how people are like, like, you know, the, you really don't need the plot. You just don't. At one point, I was like, what happened in the end of the third one again? And you were like, eh, you got exiled. And I was like, yeah, good point. Whatever. This Fucking one cares. Yeah. But they do, like, lean into the mythology a lot. They do, yeah. And in a way that it almost makes it, like, funnier. Even though they're not trying to be funny. I, I was, have a hot take. Hit me. This might have been the best one yet. Guess what? I think you might be right. Folks, John Wick Chapter 4 was like a fucking home run. It was very, like, very, very good. Like a grand slam, even? Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, this... It was a bit of like a slow burn. But like the last hour of this movie was like... Phenomenal. Yeah, like... I'm trying to think of the words to accurately describe. Like, there's things in this movie that you've never seen before. Mm. They like... They really went out of their way to do some creative action stuff. The cool part about this movie is, you know, Keanu didn't take too big of a paycheck because it's not really in his nature. Maybe he did. Who knows? But it was a $100 million budget. I have a feeling they put the majority of it into sets. Yeah. And, and like costumes. And there was... The, and stunts. Right. And <laughs> like, stunts and st the stunt coordinating and all that. Because there's not a ton of CGI that isn't just like pretty minimal like 
minor gunshots and explosions. Yeah. And I don't know, $100 million. I think they made it go a fair. I thought it would be, if when I looked it up, I was assuming it would be more than that because mm. they make this movie look really expensive. Yeah. And this is, uh, yeah, at the end of the last one, he got like, Oh, yeah, I, let me read the real summary here. John Wick uncovers a path to defeating the high table. Before he can earn his freedom, he must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes. Mm. Such a summary. The blind guy. Yeah. Is that a spoiler? No. He's yeah. also Asian. Maybe that's a spoiler. <laughs> that, and Ian McShane has distracting dentures. He really does. The... Uh, yeah, there are a lot of new characters in this one. Bill Skarsgård is pretty good. Are we Bill Skarsgård guys? I mean, I don't think we have a choice. There's going to be uh, at least one Skarsgård in every movie <laughs> for the rest of time, it seems. I think I'd like to see Stellan start to get that work again, I mean, personally. He, ne he never stopped getting that work. He pops up in everything. I feel like Alexander gets the most of the three of them. Mm. But maybe it'll be Bill in the future. I don't know. But yeah, I love how serious these movies yeah. are. It like makes me laugh. It's all like assassins and suits <laughs> being like, "Greetings, old friend." And like <laughs> the plot's so dumb, yeah. you really boil it down. Unless it was like some elaborate comic book we know nothing about, and then like it's following to true to that. No, that's the best thing about this series is it was just a movie that yeah. it wasn't based on anything. It was just like a silly assassin movie about cool. a guy whose dog got killed, and then he killed everyone involved. And then from that, they made right. sequels with like this whole elaborate, you know, mythology where there's a hotel where assassins stay and you got to play by the rules. If you don't, you might have to like do a duel with another assassin on <laughs> company grounds. But then because of this or that, it'll be. It's pretty clear that the creators of this movie are dog people, given yeah. the the way that there's dogs in all these scenarios. And this is, I guess, a light spoiler. The fact that the dogs never get harmed, at least later on. Mm. Like the first, initially that was the whole plot was that he was revenging the dog, but. But yeah, they've resisted they've, the urge yeah. to go for the cheap uh, dog kills, like we've said. Which is cheap and lazy. And that one line where the guy's like, you killed my puppy. And then the puppy pees on the guy. That was fun. That got yeah. like a huge crowd pop. Which was great. This movie had a, yeah, jokes in movies like this are usually horrible. They're like Marvel movie jokes where it's just someone like being snarky and right. they're just not organic jokes. This one had a like several moments where yeah. the whole theater was laughing because it was unexpected and decent joke. I'm going to kill people. <laughs> Can I ask something though? Let's just talk about this for a minute. Four movies, all of them are like two hours and up. Mm. I gotta ask, why can't all these guys just leave John Wick alone? I mean, at this point, they should. Just give him a break. Yeah. Stop chasing after him. Like, you're not gonna get him. Maybe you are. I don't know. Yeah, but I love, like, late into this movie when you see, like, the 817th henchman approach him, and he's thinking, like, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna be the guy to get yeah. John Wick. You think you're gonna be the guy? That's... <laughs> This is this is all like spoiler adjacent, but the scene of him falling down the stairs, like I left to go to the bathroom for like the fourth time because I had that big lemonade. Yeah. And on my way back in, I saw the falling down the stairs and like made my stomach turn because yeah. falling downstairs. And yeah. like the whole crowd was laughing and I wanted to stand up at the front of the theater and go, listen, 
There's nothing funny about falling down the fucking stairs, and that's not how it would have gone. <laughs> you should have done that. That would have been beautiful. All the people are just like, what is, what? But that was another thing. It was so unexpected. That was like a pratfall. That was yeah. like a Chris Farley falling down the hill in Black Sheep, but it was John Wick doing it in like <laughs> this action sequence. It was very funny. John Wick Chapter 4, maybe the best comedy of the year? Until that... Uh... <laughs> Whoops. I took a Sorry. bunch of notes here. I'm going to like speed round. Uh, there is a moment where someone says enough, like there is in most movies. And we like to catalog here at the program. Um, I think they should give, like the dogs attack people in this movie. They did yeah. this in the last one too, which is cool. Now like the dogs are in on right. the fun. I think in the next one they should give the dog a gun. <laughs> and he should be shooting people alongside John, maybe in a little sidecar. That's funny. I think that'd be dope. That's funny. And I really like John Wick's bulletproof coat. There's a bunch of times where, you know, he's in so many gunfights, it's silly that someone wouldn't shoot him in the head. So they have this thing where he, like, his gun, his coat's bulletproof. It doesn't make sense, but it's dope, and you just go with it. Yeah, whatever works, right? Yeah, it's cool action movie stuff. I had forgotten that from the third. I'm glad you pointed that out to me. Mm. I was too busy being distracted by all the different accents. Yeah. Which like, there's too many all at once. Like pick a, pick a region. You're in, they're in Paris. Make it be Paris accents or French accents. Mm. The, uh, yeah, there's a scene where John Wick is fighting a guy in a fat suit in a club to like one of those icy techno songs. Also, how the hell did you know who that was? I look over, you're like, it's Scott Adkins. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? Because there's nothing but information like that in my brain. Just filled with... Just filled with C-list actors. I was going to say, D-list guys that you never need to remember. Yeah. Locked in forever and ever. That's all that's up there. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's... Uh, Larry Fishburne's in this movie, reprising his role with the third one. He's... Uh, Fresh Brood? Yeah. It's impressive that you... Like, I buy them as these characters in this movie because they're such a good duo. And you don't even think about the fact that they were like Neo and Morpheus, you know, another duo in one of the most popular right. film franchises. One might think that bringing them together in a new thing might be distracting. Yeah. Like, almost like Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, like trying to do the internship, ba -ba -ba. which I think worked very well, by the way. Did it? And recommend to all enough listeners do you? immediately. Should you? But admittedly, it was a bit distracting bringing that duo together for a similar movie. Mm. Not that The Matrix and John Wick are similar, but they're not not similar in some capacity. Yeah. That's why like, I'm impressed. Halfway through, I was like, oh, I didn't even think about the fact that they were like yeah. two wildly memorable characters. They're both and... very talented. Yeah. John Wick, I think, is Keanu's perfect lane to be in, too. Mm. Like, not a ton. It, it's physical. He's acting with his face he barely and his has, body language. He barely even says anything. Yeah. The whole movie is just him like killing people. Uh -huh. When he speaks, it's actually odd yeah, and like jarring. Bit. It's like, hi, how are you? But there's a bunch of like long take shots that are very impressive technically. That one and, zoomed out shot yeah, that was, from overhead with the roof gone. That was like the dopest thing I've seen in a movie in like two years. Awesome. I wish that scene went on for like... Two a and half a half. Hour. Yeah, I was going to say two and a half hours. I wish it was still happening. It was yeah. like truly jaw-dropping movie stuff. As much as I loved the movie and was not bored, I do still believe that two hours and 49 minutes is too long for a John Wick movie. 
Mm. They could easily have trimmed two, three minutes from each little scene. No one would have noticed the difference. A few less kills, whatever. Trim it down a bit, make it a tight two, two hours, ten. You're not wrong. I wasn't bored at all, but yeah, it's, it's a long movie. It's... Yeah. I peed three times, two times, I guess, twice. I take out the parts when I was gone peeing and you, can, you save ten minutes. And there's also, they introduced like a bunch of new weapons in this one. There's like arrows in this one. People are getting arrows to the face. John Wick's got a, an axe at one point. They're using like cars as a weapon. That car sequence was fucking mm. dope as hell. At the too. Arc de Triomphe, yeah. yeah. It, that's was fucking wow. They that was this, that was probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah. I think. It's in the trailer and it isn't really spoiler, it's just a fight, but like they're fighting in between cars, like zooming by them, and people are getting wrecked. <laughs> and like some guy gets hit by a car, then John Wick shoots him in the head, like just just in case. John Wick getting thrown into the door of a car and the door dents in and the glass of the door breaks like yeah. on his head and he just gets up and starts throwing punches. We're like two hours and 40 minutes in. I'm like, how are, are these headshots still fresh? How are they thinking of new ways to... The funny part is in, in reality, you get one into the door and into the glass toss and you're out for them. You're done. You're knocked unconscious. Like it's over. At one point he jumped out of like a four story window and just lands on a car, rolls across, and like lands on his. He hits like his back and head off of the roof of a car, dents it in, and then like falls onto his elbow and shoulder. And he's just like good to go. He like he's like, oh, that hurts. Then I'm he, fine. And then he gets up and just starts kicking ass. Yeah, it's dope. It's awesome, he's but it's like, silly. That was a bit much. His gun like, is never out of ammo. He's like he's been at this point. I think he's been shot three times. He just fell down the Chris Farley hill. He's fucking. They're really <laughs> oh just the like, black sheep hill. They're just like throwing everything. What are you giving this on Letterbox? That's the real question. I'm going four out of five. Yeah, this is at least a four star picture. Maybe four and a half. Five. I mean, let's not get. I'm gonna crazy. Tie, I'm gonna dial it down to a four because it was a little too long. I want to see it again. I really like the third one, and I'm not sure if this is better than that, but it might be. And it's I great think it, that I think it is. It's great that that's even a possibility. The third and fourth entry in, in a series getting better. The first one's probably my favorite overall, just because it was the first one, and I thought that one felt a little bit more contained. Mm. This one feels so sprawling, like they're all over the place. Like I get it; it's all in the globe now, and there's these guys everywhere. But like. This one, I liked how yeah. they didn't do too much globe. Tra- they were in Paris for like a lot of the movies. Paris was the was the biggest chunk, yeah. I hate when movies are like every other scene, they're like, now we're in Morocco. Now we're in, just to be like, we're globe trotting. This is such an adventure. It's like, I hate, calm down. I hate like, that just, too, just, yeah. Just stay put. <laughs> like, and they do that like, of like what country it is on the bottom yeah. of the screen. And it's like, can you just relax? You and I both know that's the Paramount lot. Take a, take a deep breath exactly. and just be in the moment of whatever scene this is. Let the characters do the fucking move, make the movie, not the fucking scenery. They call that a Chiron. Ah. Someone used that, or someone said that on MoviePod recently. I was like, ooh, now I can sound smart. You should have just like, said it. I would have went with it. Fuck. I wouldn't have been like, oh, how do you know that? Sam, what do you, what, where did that word come from? Sam, edit out the explanation. You're too dumb for that word. Where did you get it? Hmm. <laughs> Um, the one thing I noticed, or I observed rather, is no matter what happened to John Wick in Paris, his trip to Paris was still far less stressful than my trip to Paris with my ex-girlfriend who had borderline personality disorder in 2017, <sighs> when she was screaming at me in the middle of the streets in Montmartre just because she was a little bit tired, mm. asking me why I had sex with three women on our break. <laughs> 
Should have given another with, John Wick treatment. With hundreds of Parisians just standing there staring at us. It was really good. I almost oh. wanted to just start throwing punches and throwing people into glass doors and just <laughs> fight my way out. Suit jacket blowing in the fucking wind, blood everywhere. Yeah. You, you using your bulletproof coat to like deflect, guard yourself? To deflect her dissociation yeah. and the plates she was throwing at me. Hi. Oh, boy. I mentioned this girl on like every podcast. I think I'm going to start leaning into it like young egg, just sort of work through my trauma with humor. Sure. That's what we're here for. I really enjoyed um, John Wick. I'm glad you guys brought me to the movies. You don't bring me to enough stuff. I know. It was nice to see you there, young egg. <laughs> and, uh. I didn't, yeah. obviously, I didn't have my ID because I'm young and, oh. or low. Am I low or young? Which I don't remember. Yeah, I'm imagining like a mini me type situation. It's Ank, but just smaller. Yeah, I. It was a little too violent for me overall, but I give it three out of five. I love the idea of someone seeing this fourth one without seeing the first three and just being like, ooh, this is really violent. Like, oh what's, my goodness. What's wrong with this fella? Why are they beating each other up? This is outrageous. Um, I'd like to see, I don't know. I don't want to do it. We've already done enough like medium spoilers. I'm not doing mm-hmm. a big one. I did think it was weird that the movie ended with an extended dance number, <laughs> but <laughs> they're spicing things up. That post-credit sequence with like Ian McShane, like this is how I get my teeth ready to shoot. <laughs> he takes them out of his head. He's a thousand years old, right? How He's... old is Ian McShane? Hey, computer. How old is Ian McShane? Ian McShane's 80 years old. <laughs> That's pretty old. <laughs> He's 80 years old. Give him a rest. He made like six seasons of Deadwood that no one on earth ever watched except like one guy I went to college with who sucks. Hmm. And now he's just like popping up in these movies and what else? Like some other Western? He is, I don't know. In this one, he did seem like... He didn't want to be there. It was just kind of mailing it in. Yes. Um, when you mentioned the dentures thing, it was the most spot on. Like He's just I, like, and punctual. Yeah, I couldn't like take him seriously for the rest of the movie. It was a real debunking. Like that time I had dinner with Roman Polanski. <laughs> or, no, with, fuck. Well, damn it. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about. And Polanski, uh, that fucking family guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. I don't know what to do with that, but it's, it's good. Enough. Whatever it is. Um, <laughs> should we talk about a man called Otto? Oh, Peter. Did you watch a man called Otto? <laughs> I did. What did you like about it? Um. The you don't want to keep doing the bit, Peter? I, I don't know how to speak full sentences in... Oh, Peter. Doesn't matter if it's good or not. Just do your best. <laughs> All right, I, Peter. I wish he had a fat suit like he did in Elvis. That was, that was terrific. I'm playing the fucking outro music immediately. Yeah. All right, that's it for us. Um, yeah, so that's John Wick 4. Let's talk about Man Called Otto, or as I like to call it, a man called... Sluggo! <laughs> Let's hear your review first. What did you give it on the box? A man called Scotto. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Scott, you want me to make you kick a palm? Yeah. 
It's about me in the <laughs> rogues gallery. I used to work with a Papa Gino. Oh. So I'm in a mental institution. <laughs> Whoa. I could say that because I've also been to a mental institution. Got a boy. You and me, McLean Hospital. Um, a but, man called Otto is is it still in theaters or is that just mm, it is still in theaters. It is. Okay. I'm seeing here on wow. IMDb and it's also on iTunes. That's where we watched it. Yes. This is the like very oddly titled based on a book uh tom hanks is a grump movie for lack of a better summary let me find a summary i don't think he's a very good grump he didn't nail it as a grump. no he's pretty good but you don't really i didn't fully buy it no although i did kind of enjoy this movie it was all right it was very watchable it was like a grand torino for kids <laughs> yeah it kind of was it was one of those like you know he's a real curmudgeon you find out why I remember like five minutes, I'm like, oh, uh, he's alone. I bet his wife died, and he's super sad about it. And that is the thing. It's not like a twist. I feel like I'm uh, giving, spoiling. I hope everything. I die like 100 years before, or I'm sorry, 10 years before Lucy. I don't have that in me. I really don't. Mm. Like yeah, To that's... just like adjust to that. Like you're almost better off being alone if you're going to have to deal with your spouse dying. Mm. <laughs> Safe. No, that is a, uh, it's fucked up. So that hits home. Yeah, the, I was pissed you didn't cry at this. Why didn't you cry? You didn't well up a little bit when he's like doing those memories. Nothing. I did. It actually. You welled I up. All the flashbacks were really charming and sweet mm. with him and uh, like his wife meeting and stuff. When he finds that book, or he, she drops her book, I should say. Mm. There's a line that Tom Hanks says that I wrote down because I liked it so much, and it made me mad because it's it's so relatable. And he says, my life was black and white before Sonia, Sonia's his wife. She was the color. Ooh, that's good. And like, it's fucking lame, but I loved it. I thought it was the best line of the movie. That and I didn't even really awesome. like this movie. I just thought that was great. Yeah, that, I don't remember that, but I like that. The, uh... I think that's kind of... I don't want to say my life was black and white before I met Lucy, but I did relate to that line mm. in a lot of ways. Kid was in Pleasantville, and oh, now but. he's uh, he's back. Uh, there's a whole subplot with like, you know, there's new people moving in next door. It's a family. Uh, you know, he's annoyed by them, but he's an asshole with a heart of gold. So, you know. This is this is like a genre of movies, like asshole with a heart of gold who learns that he's still got some feelings in there. Guess who should have played Otto? Um, who? Jeff Bridges. Ooh, yeah, better movie. He could do this movie in a directed sleep. by anyone that wasn't who directed Man Called Otto. I don't even know somebody I'd never heard of probably. Mark Forster, who's uh. He's all over the place. He's the star of Finding Forrester. He is. Mm. That he is coined the phrase, bolt the door if you're coming in. Yes. You're the man now, dog. Dot com. Remember that website? Oh, yeah. But yeah, there's also, this movie had a weird tone where like, mm. I could tell it was based on a book because like, he keeps trying to kill himself, but they try to show it in like a lighthearted way where it's like, eh, he's not really going to do it, but he's just like super sad. You get it, right? The only movie to ever pull that off is Groundhog Day. And yeah. I think it's just because you knew that he couldn't do it. Yeah, and you get that Bill Murray seems right. like the kind of guy who would be super sad and want to kill himself. Right. 
So to me, this movie didn't exactly pull that off perfectly. It just felt kind of forced. Yeah, that or was something. Those moments were the most like movie. Like mm. he, he's about to jump in front of the train, and then someone else like falls and he saves him, and then like eeks. I was like, this yeah, is a little come on. This is a little treacly, one might say. <laughs> I love that word. But I don't know. It was enjoyable. Yeah. I threw it on like late at night, expecting to fall asleep to it, and I did not. And tired it. Yeah, I watched it on a plane, so I was I had nothing else. So I was dialed in. But it is a knock against it that it didn't make me cry. I'm crying at commercials. I'm crying at sitcoms. <laughs> like the fact that this movie that's like trying to go for that stuff didn't get me have is you ever, fucked up. Have you ever cried in an episode of Family Guy? Probably. <laughs> He's crying. Oh, Peter. Are you in tears, Peter? Over that Mountain Dew? <laughs> I am. Yeah, hey, Peter, I'm still in a wheelchair. And Can you do Quagba or yeah. uh, fucking uh, now, Cleveland? Now, yeah. now, 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 now. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, boy, it's me, Mort. Mm. I'm here, too. <laughs> oh, that guy. I own a pharmacy. <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, Jesus. It's me, the Mandalorian. Oh, hey, what did you I'm think? I'm also on Family Guy. <laughs> I thought you No, actually, be. I was on The Last of Us. Lucy and I, or sorry, Ryan and Lucy, <laughs> watched the end of the, the series, and they thought it sucked. Oh, no. Did you watch the end of The Last of Us, or did you give up? I kind of bailed. I might watch it at some point, but I only saw like the first two episodes. It didn't, I uh, did not like it. Yeah, I mean... I didn't understand why everyone loved it so much. Everyone calling him a zaddy, and like it just made me uncomfortable. I feel like that's when you know you're getting old, when you're like completely out of touch on something that's very popular, mm. that in theory you should like. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I agree. I, I, I'm not compelled to watch it. I just... No. I don't know. It insists on itself. I'd rather play the video game. Everyone the video game looks great. Yeah. yeah I why don't we do this. that? Let's play the vid. And just one last uh, Man From Auto thing. Mm. Fans might be wondering if there's a scene where uh, the Chet Hanks single White Boy Summer plays. Oh, I didn't want to spoil that for you. While Tom Hanks' uh, car is... Uh, oh, it was when... Uh, well, Mike Birbiglia right. is like fucking trying to steal his spot or whatever the hell he's doing. Weird cameo with a very obvious shoehorned like plug for his son. It honestly warmed my heart the fact that, like, oh, he, he put his son's like awful, like cancel worthy song in this movie. I thought it was legitimately very sweet. I thought it was touching, yeah. I noticed Rita Wilson had a producer credit, so my guess is that was her doing. I don't mm. think Tom had anything to do with that soundtrack choice. <laughs> I mean, could be. Not a chance. Tom hates Chet, if yeah. I had to guess. They probably Similar had a to my, my situation with my dad. Please. Just, just completely ashamed. No. He's listening right now like, that's not true, kid. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Not anymore. Not. <laughs> as long as you don't do drink again, kid. Um, Tonight might be the night, Dad. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. Talking about Man Called Auto, I'm just going to start throwing back Bacardi. <laughs> fuck. I won't let... Just take a stand. I won't let him touch the high noons. <laughs> And I also noticed there's a cat in this movie that mm. is CGI for some reason. Now get a real cat. It doesn't even do anything. It's nope. just like sitting there. I'm like, that is the fakest looking cat. Could they not find a cat 
to sit next to Tom Hanks for these two scenes. Tom Hanks like, oh, you better scram. Yeah. It's like, just get any cat on earth to sit there. I'm an asshole. Don't you get it? Go down to the, go down to a shelter. You'll get three cats that look exactly alike. Get all three of them and, and give them all homes at the end of the fucking movie. But in the meantime, just keep switching them out when the other one gets bored. I guarantee you can get them all to just sit there. Yeah. Green light. Do we recommend this? overall no we don't it was fine but like if it's free and like you're on if it comes up on tbs and like the remotes across the room and like you may don't not want to stand up to shut it off but other than that don't bother yeah if you're tom hanks head and it's on tv give it a watch otherwise you know you'll be fine without it are there a lot of tom hanks heads that are listeners is what i want to know i don't dislike tom hanks i like to pretend that i do like how i tell people i don't like ketchup but that's sort of just a troll it's not real. He's actually good. And His best movie is The Lady Killers. Ooh. <laughs> what? Something that has just flat out never been said before on Where Earth. Where is the love for me? And I'm going to sneak in real quick. I started the new Amazon show Swarm, which is from the basically like the same creative team as Atlanta. Oh. And, uh,. What's the summer here? A young woman's obsession with a pop star takes a dark turn. Is it good? Yes. It's very if you like Atlanta, you will like this show. It's I basically do the very same much. thing. And it I won't spoil it, but yeah, it's like you know, looks great. I'm funny. Put it in my queue right now. I feel like I only mention it because I no one on earth is talking about it. I like happened upon it by accident. Amazon like buries their shows. All these streamers bury their shows. They seem like embarrassed by them. I don't know what the deal is. Wait, is it a movie or a show? It's a show. Swarm. Oh, the only thing that's coming up here is the swarm. The annoying part is is that Atlanta came up, but they're not giving me the swarm. Like, come on, man. Where that's, are you? That's a good you. You know it's there. They just block certain things. Yeah, what network is it on? Sorry. Amazon. It's on Amazon. Okay. And also that History of the World Part 2 on Hulu. I think I mentioned it last time or the time before, but more episodes came out. I finished it. Very enjoyable, like old-fashioned comedy. Good show to like watch with your dad if you're in the mood for such a thing. It, uh, it's got some stuff. Mm-hmm some spoofy laughs um have you been watching anything else as of late nothing that matters put it that way a couple of indie movies that like even if i bring them up no one will ever look them up or watch them so if you are interested in the we should do like a patreon where we talk about movies that you have to pay more than you have to actually pay to watch most people like you recommend and i know this based on like my clients you can recommend a movie to them and you could watch the life drain from their eyes when you say it's like, if they, if it's not Netflix or maybe Hulu or even at the very worst Prime or HBO, they're do- they're out. They're done. They're like, oh, okay. Hmm. Like iTunes is just off the planet. If it's Apple TV Plus or iTunes, they're not watching it. Mm. The average Joe, I should say. Which, I mean, I get it. I get so it too. Options, but- Apple TV Plus has uh, very little to work with. There's like, it's one of my favorites just because I'm a sick maniac, but... I'm a big morning show guy. <laughs> the biggest. I mean... Is that enough? That might be enough. I think it's enough. I got to get going. Yeah, yeah. Oh. 
I'm going to do the plugs tonight. You can find us both at AtlanticMechanical.net. And um, Scott is on Instagram at Skip Seasoned and Twitter at Skip Seasoned. We have Podcast Enough at uh, Twitter and Enough Podcast on Instagram. My, I'm going to give you my work Instagram. It's Ank underscore Fit. And you can email me at Ryan at AnkFit.com if you would like a consultation. See, you're better at the plugs than me. I just wanted, I just felt like doing them. No, that was good. That's pro. All right. I, I don't know if I have anything else to add. Sorry, fans. I feel off this week. I. You a little sleepy? Maybe. I might be horribly depressed also. But. You're just going <laughs> to toss that in at the end? Yeah. With no opportunity to discuss? Yeah. Folks. <laughs> That's Classic Scotty. <laughs> Bury it deep, my friend. Ah. Bury it deep down in that chest until it gives you a stroke. That's the plan, baby. We'll be back next week with who knows what. Yeah. Lots of stuff, lots of fun. Scott's going to go get some sleep. Mm. Sleep that depression right off. Yeah, the big sleep. <laughs> we'll see you next week, maybe. Suicide bits are my thing. I'm stealing your bed. <laughs> you can have it. I don't want it anymore. It's miserable. Okay, have a go. Bye-bye-bye. All right, so now the mics are definitely off. You can tell me how you really feel. We'll break this down. We're going to make you feel better. Talk to me. Okay, let's get into I it. I promise the mics are off. Uh, can I do it in the Peter Griffin voice? Oh, Peter, you're depressed? Are you going to kill yourself, Peter? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was supposed to die on 9-11. Oh, with, uh, <laughs> what else? I got uh, nothing else as Lois. Seth MacFarlane stuff. I don't know what I'm doing. I hate this. Have a go. Yes.